one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I am Matthew, and welcome to another exciting episode, the first of 2024. It's House Meeting. House Meeting! Gosh, it feels like a lot, we're a long way into 2024 for it to be the first one. I know. You know what? We're, you know, wow. we're into the second month already. Oh. But we've taken a month off, you know. I think, we're, I think we can allow ourselves that. We work hard on this podcast, you know. We're, we're, putting a, we're putting a podcast out every week. We're putting stuff out on the Patreon every week, you know. We allow us January to mm. come back. And you know what? The proof is in the pudding because you're going to hear this episode and think, you know what? They sound well-rested. So fresh. <laughs> they sound Free so the relaxed, freshest. so ready, so, <laughs> so ready to face the year. Um, before we get started, though, folks, we do have to tell you that we've got a couple of uh, Pappy's Flatshare slam downs happening this month, the 19th of February and the 20th of February, happening at the Phoenix in London. And my goodness, we've got some good guests. Really strong oh, we, guests. We really, really strong have. guests. We got Alex Brooker and Morgan Reese on the first one. Alex Brooker from The Last Leg. Morgan Reese from uh, Instagram and just being a very fantastic stand up. Uh, on Tuesday, February the 20th, we've got uh, Lucy Porter, the brilliant Lucy Porter, who we've known for absolutely years, but we've never had on. So it's a real delight to have her on the uh, on the pod. No. And, uh, Porter's making her debut. Yeah, can you believe it? D- the the debutants, Lucy Porter. <laughs> And actually, wow, do you know what? Talk, talk about bang for your buck. We've got two more guests because we've got Flo and Joan, the brilliant musical comedians Flo and Joan are going to be joining us as well, who are going to be uh, a, a team to themselves. Uh, so, wow. yeah, if you want to come along, uh, go to Pappy's... Sisters. Sisters. Uh, if you want to come along, you can go to Pappy's... <laughs> That's so fresh, guys. That, by the way, that's a reference for anybody else who saw uh, Tom Jones play the afternoon slot at Latitude about (laughs) 12 years ago. Anyway. <laughs> but he introduces backing dancers with well, his backing singers. Uh, and he, he introduced them and afterwards went, Sisters! Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a big ref. Yeah, it's a big ref. Listen, listen, the, the, more, the more important ref is the ticket link. And it is pappyscomedy.com forward slash live to get tickets for either the Alex Brooker and Morgan Reese show or the Lucy Porter and Flo and Joan show. Um, or you can get a discounted ticket that gets you into both shows. You know, we've just we've just finished a, a run of two fantastic Flatshare Slam Downs at the Phoenix, and uh, it was great to see the same familiar faces popping up both nights. We love that. It's great. We do indeed. Two very different energies, the Monday night and the Tuesday night. And I'm into both of them. Yeah, absolutely right. One's got a real, I would say, one's got a real Monday feel. The other one, you know, unmistakably Tuesday. <laughs> The malaise of Tuesday. The weird thing is, it was the Monday that had the Tuesday vibe and the Tuesday that had the Monday vibe. Listen, 
We just we just play the gig that's in front of us. What else can we do? Yeah. It's all you can do. It's all you can do. Um, also, if you're a Patreon member, there is a promo code that gets you discounted tickets to all three of those particular tickets. So, what? Uh, so yeah, yeah. W- worth joining the Patreon. Did I sign off on that? Yeah, abs- absolutely. I tell you what, oh, Tom. Okay, okay. We'll talk about it afterwards. For you, yeah. You know what? I'm, I think you're, you know, you're such an integral part of this. I'm willing to give you the promo code if you just chuck me a couple of quid. Okay. Just, Brothers. just spend money. Brothers. <laughs> so yeah, uh, patreon.com forward slash pappy's flat share, pappyscomedy.com forward slash live. Come and see us on the 19th and 20th of February with Alex Brooker, Morgan Reese, Lucy Porter, and Flo and Joan. See you there. That's going to be a treat. Um, and speaking of treats, let's get into the first house meeting. Dons la Annie. Roll tape. I've had a thought. I've got an issue. I've got a question I want to ask you. I want to talk. I want to chat. Okay, let's sit down and chew the fat. House meeting. meeting. What temperature should we set the heat House House meeting. Meeting. Why on earth am I always weeping? House meeting. meeting. Who wet my bed while I was sleeping? Let's have a house meeting. meeting. What's the point? Does life have a meaning? House meeting. Open house today at my house. If you're free, fancy it. It's an open house at your house today. It's an open house for an hour and a half. We're on the market. Are you? Are you? You only on just the bought market. the place. Yeah, that's right. In and out. It's haunted. I hope no buyers <laughs> it's, it's been ter- it's t- been terrifically haunted. Got to get out. Um, so um, it's weird, isn't it? I don't I don't know your experiences of trying to have people come around and look where you've been, like shitting and eating like animals. But like you just <laughs> wait, have wait, to wait, 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 sorry. Every, what? Every I've, never been, I've never been to your house. But what? What do you mean <laughs> you're shitting and eating like animals? What are you? Are you? Are you selling your cave? Finally, yeah, it honks of piss. Basically, <laughs> we've got two absolute piss monsters as for children who just have no regard for carpets so I've just been running around spraying lush body spray from my wife's cabinet to try and cover the piss smell absolute disgrace but my, my cra- what, what I was thinking was just putting down fresh sawdust <laughs> I was thinking is there a listener dear out there who wants to own a piece of podcasting history because you could own the very house Not now <laughs> <laughs> do you want to own a piece of podcasting history the thing the thing about it is what what you often have to do with when you're having an open house is you have to get a lot of your stuff and either like stick it in the boot of the car or whatever or or put it in the put it in the shed or drop it around to your neighbors i think the key item you need to remove from your house during the open house tom is you i mean i think that is the crucial thing i think where where whooever's coming into the house cannot see you wise words you need to be else I'm, you need to be else well, i was going to stay in the shed and then jane said do not stay in the shed that's worse <laughs> I get to the bottom of the garden and it's like, hi, I'm in here. Do you like to buy? Um, (laughs) Well, the worst thing I think I've done is in a panic, I've thrown everything into my car. Yeah. But my car is parked directly outside the front door. No, no, no. You've got to drive the car around the corner, mate. Drive it around the corner and set it on fire for the love of God. Yeah, they'll clock that. Oh my God. This is funny. We've just had, just had an email through. We're emailing to confirm that the viewing booked for 11am has been cancelled. Is this going out live? <laughs> 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 
Is this? Have I done myself over there? Everyone, everyone's dropping out. You're listening to Right Move Pod. Oh my God! Now we're talking. Are we? Yeah, Right Move bungles a load of cash to go and check out houses that they've just put on the market. We big them up, but in an amusing way, something estate agents are incapable of. No, t- and, Tom. Yeah. Tom. Uh, why? We. Like I've got a career. I don't want to become an estate agent. I don't. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the balance of the group, Crosby. We have to look for work. I know you don't need work, but we do have to look for work. This is the balance of the group. Yeah, but we're doing our work at the moment, Tom. This yeah, is our not, work. Yeah, but Right Move Pod will go through the fucking roof. Do you know the amount of people who are on Right Move, even though they're not moving? Oh they're yeah, just like, oh. they just like noodle away. It's a fun like, website. It's isn't like it? Instagram, yeah. basically, yeah. for people. They just go like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," and it's like, "Oh, I didn't know you were moving house," and they go, "I'm not." Is, there, is this a conversation <laughs> you have with your wife? <laughs> <laughs> didn't know you were moving house. We are You're not. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. <laughs> <laughs> the biz monster stays at home. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> But my point, my, my point was going to be, yes. do you think if I whack a blue plaque on the front of it, it might shift quicker? Oh, oh that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Um, what's the sort of like, what's the sort of legality of that? It's sort of like, there's not, you know, I, know, I appreciate there is a, a, you know, there's an organization that, that decides who puts a blue plaque where, Led by but they're not a le- it's not a legal thing, is it? It wouldn't be illegal to put a blue plaque outside your own house. Would it? I don't think so. it, it's my house, isn't it? Yeah, you can decorate it however you like. I can piss in it how I want to. Thank you. <laughs> you um, do. So yeah, I was thinking like if you just whack a blue plaque on, and who are you going to go for though? Yeah, that's, that's it. Who's, who, who sells the house the best? Oh, I think I think I think you'd have to be legit. I'd, 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 I'd draw the line at lying about the blue plaque. Oh, so for example, oh, you, when I moved, wait, Tom, are you suggesting you blue placking yourself here? Well, I'm not going to blue plaque my three year old daughter, am I? <laughs> there are perverts everywhere. Um, <laughs> when I moved into a flat in Crystal Palace, the flat next to me, I was out on the balcony and I had a chat to the neighbour, and the neighbour said, "Oh, the person who used to own that house wrote Peppa Pig." Wow. Oh, wow. And then That's moved big. off, went off, and on they went into the world. And I was like, fucking hell. If that, I tell you what, I wouldn't have thought, I mean, I liked the place in the first place, but if they'd have blue plaque that, I wouldn't have even gone in. I'd have, <laughs> I'd have signed on the line straight away. Right. Yeah. 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 We, we <laughs> no, looked that, at, that could have gone one or two ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, did, I, I did wonder. I absolutely hate Peppa Pig. Um, yeah, we looked at a few places because uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of blue blue plaques around, sort of the uh, the sort of southeast. And uh, we looked at Shackleton's place. Did you? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. That's just just up the road from me. That. Yeah, we looked. We looked at that. But what? What? Is it cold? Uh, what, it was absolutely freezing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, trying to get up those stairs. You know, often they say put on those little stretchy blue things over your shoes. We yeah. had to put tennis rackets on the bottom of our shoes <laughs> yeah. just to get up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was absolutely, yeah. absolutely awful. <laughs> but but it was no. Crucially, it was it was Shackleton's house that they divided into. Uh, I'm going to say 337 flats. Right. So you can. Sorry, have you used a, to live uh, one. Yeah, yeah, you used to live yeah. one dude, and now it was like, oh, it could live. You know, th- th- this could fit a family of four in. Couldn't. It really couldn't. The house right. could, but Shackleton's Shackleton flat couldn't. Yeah, well, Shackleton liked his space, didn't he? Famously, so he, he wouldn't have. Don't you wouldn't get Shackleton into a small hole. 
unless it's in the middle of the Antarctic. You get him into a small pole. Exactly. He's coming back from a trek. He's, <laughs> there's no way he's coming back from, from a trek and going into a, a, a tiny little, you know, one, you know, like one room bed sit. Nah. It's just, it's not, it's just not in his nature. It's just not in Shackleton's, it's not in Shackleton's nature. I bet it was an absolute nightmare being married to Shackleton. Yeah. You can't imagine him being a fun dad. Or, like, A, he's off and about for years. On he's his... got a tremendous sense of adventure, Tom. You've got to say that about him. Yeah, but, on yeah, the, but I don't it, think, it, he's, I don't think it's a family sense of adventure, is it? It's not like, kids, guess what we're doing next weekend? Imagine the Boxing Day walk. Ugh. He's fucking off for a long time. And he's coming back with really bleak anecdotes. <laughs> Lost another finger. And a stench. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be... It's not a million miles away from you nipping down to London to do Flatchest Landown. It, it's not a million miles away from, <laughs> you know, being with a touring uh, sketch comedian slash podcaster, which is... That's what I'm talking about going on the blue plaque. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, go on. So Shackleton was the first blue plaque place. And then, uh, the, and then after we got our place, um, and there was... You know, you remember lockdown. You couldn't really go and do anything. All I would do with my with my daughter was just wander around the streets. I'd push her around in the uh, in the pram, uh, wandering around the streets. And I walked past uh, Thomas Crapper's house, and uh, yeah, the the, uh, the 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 toilet man. Yeah, the toilet man. Tom, Tom, yeah. the toilet man. I walked past Thomas Crapper's house, and I I I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, that's Thomas Crapper's house. And as I shouted it, uh, I, it turned out the person who was living in there was actually just behind the wall doing some gardening. And like, so they popped up from behind the wall and said, uh, yeah, isn't it amazing? This is Thomas Crapper's house. And, uh, and I, yeah, I said to them, if they, I, I, I thought, I was like, have you still got all the old plumbing? Wow. And they're like, no. <laughs> very, very personal question. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been for the snip then. Were um, they um <laughs> were they taking a shit behind that wall? Because that that would have that would have really been the icing on the cake for me. I That's think the worst got, icing you've ever had. You've got a very cake. The piping on the cake. <laughs> That's the case. If you think that if seeing somebody taking a shit by Thomas Crapper's house, what you need to do is find a piss related person, because your house already stinks of piss, make a piss related plaque. For the blue plaque, who is who's famous? The, the boy for... in the fountain in Belgium. Yes, That's what we're talking about. Exactly right. Now we've got it. The pissing boy in the uh, in the in the in the Belgian statue say that he used to live there, and then people go, "Well, of course it reeks. <laughs> it reeks of history, is what it reeks. It reeks. <laughs> it reeks of it reeks of Belgian history, and you can have a slice of that if you want to." We're quite a long way from Belgium, is my only concern. He's travelling. You telling me what you you telling me he lived all his life in Belgium. He had the he had the Shackleton spirit. He travelled around the world. He spent a little bit of time in Exeter. He pissed in every fountain he found. Absolutely, and it was only the Belgians who accepted him. Like he was honestly, honestly, and he he travelled across the globe, pissing no. into bodies of water. And it no, was only the Belgians. Who, went, who had the liquid you know nitrogen fountain that undid him. <laughs> <laughs> that, he wasn't ready for the liquid nitrogen of the Bruges. House meeting. I live in a house made of iron sheeting. House meeting. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. 
until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I like this angle. This might be what I've been looking for, actually, because I, I have got a small. I've got a small plaque of the pissing boy that I could, I could put on the front door, maybe. Oh, there we go. Yeah, got I like a little like, bronze working of him. That's the way to do it. What is the story behind our friend the pissing boy? Um, it's a great question because is he the was he the antithesis of the guy who put his finger in the dam? <laughs> Or is it the same? He was filling it the other side. Is it the same? It's either yeah, like I'm sure there's got to be a connection there. (laughs) Either he was filling it the other side, or he was stood the other side, facing the other way, with a cheeky (laughs) smile on his face. (laughs) It was a glory dam. This could all have been ended if he literally popped his finger up his one eye. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> the dam that, would they never should have, have got together. Yeah, I'm sure there. Are, I'm sure there must be some kind of relation to the two of them. Is there a statue to the guy who put his finger in the dam? I, I, I don't know. He has. He point. has mythical. When you're a kid, oh, that kid God, has yeah. mythical status, doesn't he? Yeah, I've, I don't yeah, think yeah. I've heard of that story since I was a child. It's big news but when it, you're a but kid. But it felt like I was told it every week when I <laughs> every every three or four school <laughs> assemblies they Clark, trot him out. Clark, it's because we're so old. That was current affairs when that story came. <laughs> that was <laughs> that's the reason you heard it as a child. It happened when we were ten years old. <laughs> Where are you now? Jackie's going to crop up on an episode uh, on a series of Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> 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 oh, you know what? ITV have pulled out all the stops. They've got the pissing boy and the guy who stuck his finger in the dam. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I, um, or is, it, is, is Tarantino going to give them a Hollywood-style third act? Rewrite the story. Change the history of it. He doesn't stick his finger in the dam. Everything gets floods and Hitler dies. Oh yeah, um, no, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. That cast him in right, one yeah. of his films, but yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that. I'd be down for a film about uh, about the man who put his finger in a dam. I think if, if you, wouldn't you go and see a movie that was just called Dam and was by Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> <laughs> of course you would. Yeah, it would feel like another <laughs> another exploitation movie, but <laughs> he's done it again. <laughs> the, the boy done good. So Crapper, on the other hand, would have been a great dad. He'd got done. He he didn't get done. Obviously, he's famously mislabeled as the person who invented the flushing toilet, but Ooh. he didn't invent the what flushing he, toilet. What did he? In, what did he invent? He just he, he just, just sold them very successfully. Just popularised it so, right. down the line. Yeah, and this is Nick because because wasn't there? I could be I getting this wrong, but go on. Wasn't there at, at, at the Crystal Palace? One of the one of the big selling features of it was the fact that they had flushable toilets. The first time oh. they had public flushing toilets, and it was a penny to go, and that's where spend a penny, spend a penny, comes, penny from. comes from. Yeah. So, so why have we gone back 
Because I've been to Crystal Palace Park and there are no flushable toilets. <laughs> <in there. laughs> what, what's happened? It's what's, very true. What's happened since the 1850s <laughs> that we can't now have a, a, a functioning flushable toilet in our park? Well, it's it's well, the Tories. <laughs> Crystal Palace does have problems in that regard, doesn't it? Because it's it's a place that is very much. It was it was almost. It had its heyday right at the start. And oh, it yeah. can only it can only be downhill for Crystal Palace, yeah. yeah. Albeit with a series of rises and falls, but the, there is only one direction for Crystal Palace. Yeah, true. Well, you know that there was there was talk back when I was living in the area. There was talk for a long time that um, there had been some investors, some international investors, had decided to rebuild the Crystal Palace, Belgium, and <laughs> I believe Chinese, but uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think that happened in the end. No, I mean, <laughs> no it I definitely didn't happen. <laughs> no, for a fact, it didn't happen because I'd be able to. I'd be able to walk up the hill and see it. <laughs> I've been looking for it. I thought it was supposed to be massive. <laughs> they got the dimensions wrong, like in Spinal Tap. <laughs> Do you think there's going to be a um, glut of blue plaques in about fifteen years' time that are podcast-related, originating from? the pandemic like Ooh. do you think they'll be like this is where we first started blah blah pod or whatever it's a good one the rush of people doing things from home might bring the blue plaque back in a big way yeah that's true actually how do you have to do you have to have passed on to get the blue plaque you don't do you because there are there are blue plaques for people like paul mccartney and stuff like that right Right. Yes. Yeah. That, is, that is, sounds is, that, is that true? I don't know who is like who is the most recent blue plaque. Like, you great, know, are they doing? Are they doing, are they doing one for Stephen Mulhern? Is it Joe Wick? Yeah, that's what is I was here for. Is, is it Joe, Joe Wick's? Joe Wick's the body coach. Yeah. I mean, I, I imagine the house that he was using in lockdown is probably still his house. We we don't all have the slap happy attitude to moving house that you do, Tom. We, <laughs> Joe Wicks doesn't. Joe Wicks famously doesn't piss everywhere. That's the why he hasn't got a scorched earth policy. Very hard, and let me tell you, it's very hard to scorch an earth that sodden. <laughs> I should know. Have you considered just getting new carpets, God, or is no that just way. not? No way. Or getting some like getting some antico flooring or something. How would that? How, how would you even begin to go about that sort of thing? Oh, far too much hassle. Far too much. Hassle. I would say it's less hassle than much mo- easier the, to move house. Entirely much uprooting easy, your entire family. Much easier to move house. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what are you going to do yeah. with your shed? Because you've spent a lot of time working on this shed. You've got a shed in your back garden that you you record your podcast from. You you, you crucially you write your successful live from films the shed in. right now. Exactly. Yeah. What what are you going to do? Are you going to take the shed with you, or are you going to leave the shed? I'm going to donate the shed to science. <laughs> I mean, if anything, that the shed should have the blue plaque. The shed will stay. I think. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be quite a tough thing because you put you put a lot of work into that shed. Do you know what? It's going to be okay. <laughs> I don't think I... Like, my, my, my plan is for a bigger and better shed. And so yeah. if, you know, I mean, it's not like... Um, it, it's not going to be as emotional, I, I don't think, as you think it might be. <laughs> it's going to be hopefully, hopefully progress. If I move into a smaller shed, then I would feel quite... Uh, 
reluctant yeah, to be going, pa- but parry live from the hutch. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll see. But um, you know, I like the shed. Don't get me wrong, I do like the shed. But uh, it's the people in a shed that make a shed a show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you could, um, what, yeah, if you could move into a blue plaque, whose house, whose house would you want? Someone, someone really rich with a massive house. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess, so, I guess. I sort of, like, I wouldn't be like, you know. <laughs> I don't know though. No, if, I don't if know. If it was, you know, if it was someone I, you know, like say it was, um, you know, Paul McCartney's house. If it was the house he grew up in, I wouldn't be that bothered about it, you know? Like, uh, I, whereas I, you know, if it was Paul, if it was one of Paul McCartney's current houses, I'd be, yeah, all right, I'll take one of those. <laughs> yeah, I'll have the one right. in London if that's okay. <laughs> I don't know, though. Would you want to be the, like, apart from the obvious splendour, but you, do you not feel like you'd always be the guy who's living in Bono's house, for example, if it was Bono's <laughs> house? Salmon like, If I was like, if I was like, I'm, yeah, like... Has Simon Rushdie moved into Bono's house? No, he moved in during, when, during, when the fatwa was on him. He, um, he he lived in the shed at the bottom of, of Bono's garden for a bit. There you go. Put out some of his best podcasts during those years. <laughs> Absolutely. They couldn't put a blue plaque up because he had a fatwa on him. <laughs> if he put a blue, if Bono said, oh, by the way, Selman, I've popped a, I've popped a blue plaque outside the shed. Selman like, ah, listen, I love the gesture of it, but could but you please, please take it down? It's blue on the outside, then it's yellow, then it's red on the middle. <laughs> You don't want to always be the guy who is, you know, in Bono's house. I think. Do you you think you just you'd never be? You'd always be thinking, well, like the people, like the the thing you're thinking currently is, I'm the best person to have lived in this house. Is that what you're thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't know who you. I don't usually know who used to live in in our house. I know who um, who we who we bought it from, but I don't know who who used to live in it. Like apart from that, so I don't know the history of it. But I I don't sort of, I, yeah. I just I just sort of as, I just don't think about it as a, you know, I don't think about it as a problem. All I know about the people who we bought from is that they like they liked Adam Buxton's podcast because they had a picture up of Adam Buxton's podcast framed what and did you buy adam buxton's house oh no but they were adam buxton fans to the point where when we were in amongst the offers and there were other people offering i tried to find a way to be like you didn't i i i I've did you reach out a, know, adam buxton's been on our podcast <laughs> Yeah. Did you? <laughs> really, really. What did you, know, you desperate what did times? You, what did you say? Did, well, it worked. Well, yeah, that's it. I, I said, oh, "Oh, look, do you like Adam Buxton?" <laughs> I don't know, he's on the wall there. Yeah, we like Adam Buxton. Ah, oh, yeah, he's been on my podcast. <sighs> what did they 225? say? Two twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and they're like, we don't care what time you was on, which episode was it? <laughs> so, you know. Actually, the 225 has been cancelled. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, you know, you got to you got to do what it takes in this business. It's all it's cloak and dagger, and I don't know in the on the housing market, skullduggery, cloak and dagger. So this is why you want to put the blue plaque up about your. You're thinking, look, all you need is a podcasting fan. You bought from a podcasting exactly. fan. All you need yeah. to sell to a podcasting fan. This now now this is starting to make sense. Now yeah. it's clicking into place. This is this is making sense now. I've taken down all the family photos, yeah, and replaced them with. Any pictures I could find of us podcasting Adam Buxton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've built a shrine to Adam Buxton in your house. <laughs> Just you know, any of the old kind of here's I guess this week on Flat Share Slam Down, you know, I've stuck those yeah. up, you know, those little images that you put online, I've I've put those up. Yeah, great. You know, just surrounded the house with those kind of things. Left old mics around. I'm just I'm just saying if someone, you know <laughs> <laughs> you regale them with anecdotes put, put them off the piss smell <laughs> that's from the house it's not from my bubbins I should say he's oh no my bubbins is one of man. he's one of the most fragrant podcasters out there in fact if anything it's a, it's a shame he's it's it, it's mainly podcasting he does because uh, if you get up close to a Mike Bubbins oh the scent the scent of the man you the leave musk. going, I think I should start wearing aftershave. You go, kind of go like, I kind of go like, oh, well, you should get your aftershave out because get, get aftershave is a good route. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a force for good and then you get your old aftershave out and you realise your old aftershave is not a force for good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's worse than the pit smell. Um. <laughs> said it once before but it bears a repeat where are you guys on your aftershave journeys are you have you got one now these days I'd, yeah. I'd say I'm mostly after my aftershave journey well, well yeah it's like I, I don't I don't you know, I don't put it on as an aftershave because uh, I've got a beard but uh, I do wear a I do wear a, a cologne yeah is it is what? it full on aftershave or is it eau de toilette it's an eau de toilette you know, just a little spritz every day. Yeah, yeah, I like it. And is it a new? Where? How? How long have you been with that fragrance? Oh, I mix it up. I mix it up every now and then. You know. Oh, you totally change it around. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> George's marvelous medicine. Would you mind sending me a sample of your carpet, actually? Because I <laughs> come up with a brand new idea. My my own personal goop laboratory. Yeah. Piss carpet for men. <laughs> yeah. No, I t- I tend to just like I you know if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm off on holiday or if i'm if i'm traveling through an airport for work then i i might uh you know i might go to the duty free and try a few samples and uh see what works and pick up some stuff from there that's that's kind of how it works i don't have i don't have one i've got a few the good thing about that is you get to feel a bit like a spy on holiday go, go on <laughs> yes that's it let's hear let's hear why but shopping in duty free <laughs> It makes you feel like a spy. <laughs> I get what I do is I get two large Toblerones and I use yeah. my binoculars. <laughs> you can't be a spy. Look at him. <laughs> why, why, why am I like a spy? <laughs> I'm just thinking if you buy it on your way out. <laughs> 
If you buy it on your way out, that spider just clips on to death with a massive chopper chop. <laughs> and, uh, and then you can chain smoke 200 fags just like a spy. <laughs> Why is that spy having an asthma attack? <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's a non-smoker who for some reason is just he's just absolutely chinned 200 Benson and Hedges you're supposed to transform the outside of you not the inside of you they'll never recognise these lungs when I'm finished with them I'll tell you what he's got He's got black plaque, that one. <laughs> That's just something he gobbed onto the wall afterwards. <laughs> it's hardly incognito. Uh, so go on, go on, Barry. Tell us, tell us why buying, buying, buying a, a, a perfume from the duty-free makes you feel like a spy on holiday. And also, that's the thing as well. Why? Why is a spy on holiday? Surely a spy on holiday is not being a spy. No, 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 no. You don't feel like a spy on holiday. You you feel like a spy if you're on holiday and wearing a new scent because it's like it's like you've you're in you're in, you've got a new identity. So like you, you need to go find this man. He smells of Lynx Africa. <laughs> I would Can't watch that actually. A blind spy with a really strong sense of scent. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so, and then, well, uh, no, we'll get back to that. So, no, we won't. And um, so, um, <laughs> I'm just saying, you end up in a new country, yeah, with a new smell. Yes, you'd feel like a new, per- a different person. <laughs> well, I think that's you've reinvented true of, yourself in you know two what? steps. I think that's, I think that's definitely true of um, of holidays anyway. Generally, yeah, but the new scent's gonna—that's the bit that tips it into espionage. <laughs> <laughs> the new scent, <laughs> because you'll often you'll often buy us you know buy some clothes for your ho- holidays. You know, for me, it's it, it's always I'll be on holiday and I'll think I will start wearing hats when I return, exactly. like a spy would, like a spy would. <laughs> I'm going to start wearing hats when I return to London, and of course, you never do, you never do, do you? You just no, you, no good reason, you know. That's why you know it was it was a short-lived period of me having cornrows. Uh, just saying, <laughs> you know, it felt so it felt so right on the on the beaches of Barbados. But you know what? When I came back, I thought actually, mate, this is when you arrive at Gatwick. No, just had a face tattoo. You know what? I'm leaving it all behind. <laughs> My spying days are over. <laughs> exactly that. You're on holiday, you wear a hat, you wear sunglasses, you smell differently, you're taking an interest in the people around you. It's the closest you get to spying. It's true, yeah. It's true. You might even perhaps, like, you know, like, if you're clean-shaven, grow out the beard for the holiday, you know, like, just, just you can really, you can really relax. There is an, an element of changing your, you feel different. You feel different on holiday. It's true. Yeah, you know what, Tom? <laughs> I stand corrected. Thank you. Oh, wow. When I get home, I'm going to walk around just in trunks for a week. <laughs> this is me now. Delighted we got that. Didn't think we would land that plane, but uh, <laughs> we did, did in the end. Tom, do you think Do you think this is what you, what you should do? Uh, you should have on your, uh, on your blue plaque, you know, Tom Parry lived here, podcaster, 
and spy, but spy I mean, is crossed out. That that <laughs> was my Twitter handle, was it? We was it podcaster and spy. It was it was podcaster writer director spy or writer director podcaster spy, uh. and. Uh, someone got in touch with me to say, Are you really a spy? And I said, No, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's exactly um, what spy <laughs> oh, the, abs- the, the absolute joy of, of social media. We've got this at the moment where um, I've, I found an old photograph of us from 2012, of us, uh, a little publicity photo we had done uh, of us standing in a, in a bin. Do you remember oh, yes, that, that, that yeah. photo? I popped it up on social media and it's a big bin. It's one of those like gi- giant like vat type bins with uh, like Edinburgh written on the front of it. And uh, it's us it's us crouching inside this bin. Uh, well, I'm I, I'm not crouching, but you <laughs> crouching inside the bin. And uh, and I put in like you know, this is this is a blast of the past 2012 photo taken by Luis De Carlo. Uh, I forget which city, right? You know, a lovely bit of business Lovely, there. classic bit of business. The number of people who earnestly said, oh, from the look of it, it's Edinburgh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Come on, guys, please. Yeah. It almost makes you not want to bother. <laughs> <laughs> but bother we do. <laughs> but Tom, to that question, though, obviously a spy would say no. Exactly. I read the other day about how, as well, like one of the big mistakes people make because of Bond is people assume spies are cool and are, you know, charming, debonair people. Whereas in reality, the real spies are absolutely boring as shit. They have to be. Yeah. They're the, they're the, pe- the people you least expect to be a spy, them the spies. If you're walking in looking amazing, being suave, being debonair, being phenomenally handsome, you just you're, you're, you're going to draw attention. Sort of if yeah. if you know if if Brosnan walks into a room, everyone's looking at Brosnan. Yeah, Ditto it's the guy behind Connery, Brosnan. More, even Lazenby, you know Daniel yeah. Craig. These are these are remarkable people. They look remarkable. You can't have that as a spy. Do you think that there's another job then that is really sexy that we view as unsexy? Podcasting. <laughs> yeah? Huh? Of course. Huh? It was staring us right in the face the whole time. I'm a podcaster, the least sexy sentence in the English language. That's what's on my blue plaque. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> what if, could you put on your blue plaque um, do you know Adam Buxton the people who lived in this house before me loved him <laughs> he was on my podcast once <laughs> he was on my podcast once <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Adam Buxton in big letters and then <laughs> oh that's what it'll be it'll be Tom Parry lived here you know 2021 2024 had Adam Buxton on his podcast once yeah and then s- slightly smaller Crucially, not in this house. <laughs> Brackets that stinks of piss. <laughs> Adam Buxley refused to go into Tom's house. <laughs> Did it from his own house in Norwich. Well, anyway, wish me luck on the open house. Yeah, we'll yeah, do, good, good luck, man. Uh, it's it's ten o'clock now. 
you know, I know your 11's been cancelled. How many of you? How many are you supposed to be seeing today? How many people are supposed to be showing up? Well, I guess it's open house, know. isn't it? It's open house. Just, just as many people free-for-all. as coming. Yeah, come one, come all, and they can just bring. It's like a bring and buy sale. Is that right? Yeah, they're... I've labelled everything up. Prices. <laughs> well, have you, <laughs> done, <laughs> have you done that thing? Have you have you baked? Or have you like got that going on? Oh, that's you know, my hard they... out. I'm going to go and well, I'm going to I'm going to settle for a pot of coffee. I was going to do some croissants, but I forgot. Coffee and croissants. You, the thing idea. I'm desperate to do because there was a viewing last week, which was just a solo person coming to view. I really wanted to cook a meal and set them a place at the table, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then like they arrive and it's like, ah, come in, come in, sit down, shepherd's pie, all right, <laughs> and just see what they do. <laughs> like, and they're like, oh, sorry, am I? Am I, I? I thought I was buying this place, not being your flatmate. I thought that was <laughs> no, 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 yeah, 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 sure, you can buy it if you want. Yeah, great, glass of wine, great. So, anyway, this is this is Jane, and we, you know, <laughs> I'll say one thing: you are great company over dinner. So I think you know, like it's a bit like it's 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 a bit like sort of you know speed dating. <laughs> that felt isn't like it? a real caveat. After dinner, he's uh, over dinner. He's good company. <laughs> But honestly, as soon as you put that dessert spoon down, I call the cab. <laughs> call the cops. <laughs> he, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. You're, you're, you're. That's the thing. You know, it's like with speed dating. You, you sort of think, is, is, is that enough time to really make the impression I want to make? Whereas with this, yeah. you know, you sit them down over dinner. You have the dinner first. You chat to them. You know, you, you tell them some of your anecdotes. You tell them about Buxton, all of that kind of stuff. You know, <laughs> my only anecdote. Yeah, well, I was gonna. You've got two Buxton anecdotes because you've got the um, you've got Buxton coming on the podcast and playing the Buxton Fringe. Yeah, and, of course, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I believe did you not also drink once drink a bottle of fizzy water as well? Well, so, these, don't go burning that. On. I told you to leave that one off the pod because that's my tour. So if you want to see the third Buxton anecdote, which is the title of my upcoming tour, it's got to be burnt now. Thank you, Matthew. But um, sorry, yeah. sorry. Tom Parry's third Buxton anecdotes will be on tour. We're only playing Buxton. Um, but it's a lovely place to go and my tour sport Adam Buxton so um, anyway I, I tell you what that's an app that's got leave at the interval written all over it mate <laughs> well he told it in the first five minutes what does it go from here I said it when I brought him on oh no <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, good luck, anyway. Tom. We'll, we'll, we will put the uh, Right Move link in the uh, show notes <laughs> to the show. <laughs> so, so, guys, come and see us. We're, we're doing we're doing shows in February uh, for Flatchest Lambdown. Yeah. And don't forget, Tom's house is also available yeah. for sale. <laughs> and remember the Patreon. There's the, the Patreon, Patreon discount. <laughs> if, you, if, if you're a fan of the show, then support the Patreon. You know, you can do it for £4 a month or there's yeah. a £10 tier. Or there is, you know... Two hundred ninety thousand pound tier, where you get a you get a house <laughs> <laughs> and a shed that has had this podcast in it. Um, okay, well, anyway, support the Patreon and right move. <laughs> um, oh yeah, no, yeah, no, go through, yeah, go through to the kitchen. It's fine. Yeah, it's like a kitchen diner. It's quite nice. Yeah, oh, I'm it started. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we better let you go. Um, uh, thank you so much for your time, Tom. And uh, Support the housing we'll, market, guys, honestly. We'll, we'll let you know. Keep buying and selling those houses. It's the lifeblood of Britain, the housing market. Let's get that housing market going. Uh, <laughs> speak, to, speak to you later. House meeting. Cold rain or hot snow? What is sleeting? House meeting. Well, there we go. 
You can't say anything fairer than that's one chalked off the list. Absolutely. <laughs> that is absolutely, the, you know what? It's the first one of the year and that is yep. it. Tickety tick. Mm. Rack can't it get up, it back. guys. Chalk it up, rack it up, enjoy it. It's um, gone, it's done, on to the next one. Absolutely. Soon. Done and done and on to the next one. Uh, to, to quote Dave Grohl in the song All My Life. Yes. Do you know what he's singing about there? No. House meetings? You know what? <laughs> Very much the, the, out, the, the house meeting of the sexual world. He's singing about uh, going down on women. What? Yeah, genuinely. Is he really? Yeah. Is done, it, done, and I'm on to the next one. Yeah, done, done, on to the next one. He loves it, but he hates the taste. Genuinely. This is, that's what, he's in, that's what he, he wanted to write a song about. And why not? More power to you. You know what? So all his life he's been looking for someone, someone who he likes going down on. Pretty much, yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> you can check it out, mate. You can you can Google it for your own selves if you like. Though I'm googling it, all right. You you got to Google it. I'm not it, googling man. the song. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, more more power to Dave and Foo uh, Fighters, and of course the rat. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Parry! <laughs> I tell you what, 2024 has not decheekified you, has it? <laughs> That's not your New Year's well, resolution. Well, anyway, all power to uh, people out there receiving cunnilingus from Dave Grohl. Absolutely. I hope it's going better than it used to do. Um, anyway, that another one for the books. At least, at we'll least see you've got something to chat to. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Does he line? Yeah. Are they all like? Is, he, is it some kind of record attempt? Yeah. <laughs> Like, like when like Mike Bubbins, like when Mike Bubbins <laughs> tried to hug as many people as possible. Then yeah, the record has now been broken the by the bloke from um, what's what, what's he from? From Made in Chelsea. It was on live on this morning, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's did right. Bubbins, yeah. Did Bubbins try and do that record? Bubbins tried it. Um, uh, Bubbins tried to do the most hugs, and uh, he beat the world record. But unfortunately, uh, and it was on a light. It was like a, a live TV show with Alex Alex Jones. Um, uh, you know, some Welsh TV show, and. Um, he he broke the record, but then the like the Norris McGuerta figure, the representative from the, the the Guinness Book of Records, had to step in and say, "Oh, I'm so sorry. During the hugging, you stepped away from your mark, and that is part of the rules. You have to stand on the same mark and hug people, but you moved off your mark, so the no. record is null and void." Yeah, that's that's uh, no. what the second verse is about in Grohl's song. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Dave Grohl absolutely hates it when he gets a Norris McGuerta, doesn't he? He can't stand that. Um, anyway, let's wrap it up Locked and up. ship it out. Let's ship it out, this, guys. Let's get it in the post. Um, box it up, <laughs> ship it out, have the rest of the day off. Today's episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham team. Corsham team. Done, done, and on to the next one. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. WarbyParker.com slash covered.